Lord of life, has called you to gather, gather to pray, praying for mercy and forgiveness, peace and hope in this place where you are known and loved. Amen. Lord of all life, Lord in this moment, for the things that clatter and consume, for the attitudes that separate and divide, we lay them down. for the thoughts that confuse and disrupt, we lay them down. for the stuff we carry that does us no good, we lay them down. and in their place we pray. Our, Our Father, Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all. For the kingdom, the power, the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Today's reading is from the Gospel according to John, chapter 8, verses 51 through 59. Jesus said, Very truly, I tell you, whoever keeps my word will never see death. They exclaimed, Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say, Whoever keeps my word will never taste death. Are you greater than our father Abraham, who died? The prophets also died. Who do you claim to be? Jesus answered, If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my Father who glorifies me, he of whom you say he is our God, though you do not know him. But I know him. If I would say that I do not know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I keep his word. Your ancestor Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. Then they said to him, You are not yet fifty years old, and have you seen Abraham? Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. So they picked up stones to throw at him, but Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple. Here ends the reading. Good morning. When I looked at the readings for the day for the fifth week of Lent, I thought, really? Do I have to talk about this reading? Um, and then something really remarkable happened last week. I've been giving spiritual direction to a young woman who is at UCLA in her fifth year of 
study um, working on her PhD in ancient languages. And she made a commitment to pray every day uh, for, for Lent and that I would meet her and we would do spiritual direction uh, together, which she had never done before for the entire um, six weeks of Lent. And it just so happened that I had asked her to pray with the blind man, which comes directly after this in the Gospel of John. Right after this last note is the story of the blind man. And she, uh, so I asked her last week, I said, so how, how are you and God in the story of the blind man? And she said, well, you know, the first part of it was really good because there's Jesus, but I really want to spend some time with Jesus. And I just felt like then it went off into all of this rest of this story. But then she smiled and she said, but do you know what was really neat? And she pointed to this, which was right above, this, this paragraph is right above the blind man's story, uh, chapter 9. And she said, she quoted this, Amen, amen, I, I tell you, before Abraham was, I am. And everything about her demeanor relaxed. She's a young woman who, who suffers from social anxiety. And um, she's been very, very faithful to this prayer experience. And I was, I felt like I was in the presence of the I am that she said in that moment. I was... Uh, I was, I, was, I was very touched. I, I, it, was, it was a very sacred moment for me. And then I realized that she had also read this uh, not only in English but also in Hebrew because she's a student of the ancient languages. So when she reads that, it has, an even, it has, it has a whole other meaning on top of it that I can't even scratch the surface of. And I tell, I tell you that because as we're coming on to Holy Week, um, where the tensions are rising in, the, in, the, in all of the readings leading up to the um, entry into Jerusalem and the, the very difficult path that Jesus follows through the Passion. And what, what we're doing as we're reading these is that we're getting, we're, we're getting in touch with how much tension there was, not just because of Jesus, but because it was a, it was a very difficult time in, in the history of the people as well. It's a lot of, uh, lot of violence, a lot of uncertainty. And, um, and I, I, was, I was thinking about that moment that I had with this young woman, and I went back to my, my scripture studies, and I looked up where this falls in, in, the, in, in the story uh, leading up to the Passion. And I noted that in this chapter 7, um, we'll get back to the I am in a moment, but in this chapter 7, uh, the entire chapter is, is Jesus is at the temple for the Feast of the Tabernacles. Um, it's also called the Feast of the Lord or simply the Feast. So it would have been very crowded. And the celebration was associated with the covenant and God's care and guidance as people dwelt in tents during the time in the wilderness, which is what we've been celebrating during Lent as well, being in the wilderness, getting ready to cross over, which we just are celebrating also with our, our uh, Jewish brothers and sisters right now. So that care of, of the Lord um, and with whom Israel had a covenant, and that covenant was beginning with Abraham, and they say that they're children of Abraham. Jesus is saying, if you were children of Abraham, you would recognize me. 
because I do the Father's will and you're not seeing me. I'm trying everything I can to, to show you who I am. And so I noted that in the, um, in the uh, Feast of the Tabernacles, there were three elements of the ritual in the first year Judaism. The first was the water libation ceremony where they would go down to the pool of Siloam in a procession and they would pick up the water in a golden uh, uh, container and they would process through the uh, gate, the water gate um, up to the altar. And, um, and, that, and so all of the meaning of water from the time of the water covering the earth to the Passover water to all of the waters that we think of when we think of water and also the rain to bring the crops. So all of those many, many symbols would be celebrated in the Feast of the Tabernacle as God's super overabundance, that God gives us enough even in the desert. And if you remember in John, Jesus meets the woman at the well and says, I am the living water. You have everything you need right here. And then also the ceremony of light, which was the second ritual. And that symbolized also the cloud by day, fire by night. And they would be for those seven days in, in celebration, again, of God's continual presence, just as he promised Abraham and Moses and everybody since. And then this is the part that brought me back to the I am uh, that, uh, that this young woman brought me face to face with. The third right is the right of facing the temple. And the the priests would go out and they would face away from the temple at cock crow and watch the sun rise. And then they would say these words. Our fathers, when they were in this place, turned their backs toward the temple of the Lord and their faces toward the east. And they worshiped the sun toward the east. But as for us, our eyes are turned toward the Lord. And then they would leave facing the east and they would face the sanctuary of the temple as their amen to, to the fact that God was their God and not the God of the sun or the Baals, etc. So God, the, the Lord is recognized as the one true God to whom all praise and allegiance are due. And this is what came to me when I thought about that wonderful experience with my directee this week. Jesus, I'm going to step away here. I thought about that. Jesus does the will of the Father, and he is the embodiment of the Father's message for me as a Christian. And the Father's message has been since the beginning, you are my people, and I am your God. I am. Look. See. But in the reading, they cannot see. And Jesus slips away. And I'm asked, I am left asking the question, am I facing the sun or the sanctuary of the temple? The living word. Righteous God, compassionate and generous one, who forgives our sins and has
has mercy on us. Fill our hidden places with your healing light. Breathe on us afresh this day and grant us peace. May your compassion bloom in us. May your great righteousness bear fruit. May your generosity encourage us to give and to share. May your love grow strong and deep within us. Breathe on us fresh this day and grant us your hope. Amen. Amen.